millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and <laughs> welcome to the Wrestle Ramble review of Taking Names Stomping Ground Kicking Ass 2019. Ass Names Kick Ground. Where we'll be talking about Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Did you know they were a couple? I didn't until Michael Cole told me 50 hundred times mm-hmm. over the course of this event. Teaming together, it seems, to take on the new mid-card of existential angst Evans <laughs> Lacey Evans and Baron Corbin I'm Ollie Davis this is Chopper Pequenel please press the thumbs up button hit the subscribe button leave us a comment down below and we're sponsored by the Wrestle Talk Almanac Arrow Magazine an amazing 168 page full colour booklet of plenty and plenty of stats so go over and pre-order your copy now and we are also joined by Randy Andy Datsum from WrestleTalk.com who will be taking your su- 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 super chats super chats which we'll get to in the after the first discussion point so this all started with Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans kicking off the show mm-hmm. opening the, the main card because of obviously the cruiserweight match was on the pre-show, of course, with for the for the Raw Women's Championship, and they had a fine match. Yeah, it yeah. was fine. They they told a really nice story throughout it. It might not have been like a technical masterpiece or anything, but they told a story really well from the off, which is Lynch Lynch will out wrestle Evans because she just can't hang with her. And they told that story through the whole match, and it was a good story to tell. It made sense. It worked. It was it was really effective. Um, Evans was fine. Lynch was also fine. I think Lynch carried the match <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, there was some there was some nice bits in there. There was uh, Lynch obviously got in a lot of offense. Like I said, she just kind of out wrestled Evans for a lot of it, and that was the story they were telling was Evans just can't hang. Um, yeah, it was it, it built really well, and uh, Lynch just made her tap out, and that mm. was that was how it should be. Really, Lynch just retained because she's just better. That's so. how it should have been for their first encounter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Becky moves on to a more mm-hmm. worthwhile established opponent like an Asker or a Bailey or a yeah. Charlotte again. Uh, but no, this is 
Becky beat Lacey Evans decisively. Mm-hmm. I would I would argue there are a few more definitive finishes than someone tapping out someone clean. Yeah. And it was so especially was it? so quickly as soon as the disarmor was locked on, Lacey tapped. Yeah, exactly. It was instantaneous. It was literally, and she was kind of in like an all four position. Becky literally like sat on her, sat on her arm, just went nope, pull, mm. tap. It was instantaneous, like really quick. So yeah, it was a. Uh, don't see how Lacey Evans will be getting another championship shot. I mean, there's no way they could build some sort of story to have Evans fight her again, right? Yeah. So this is the problem, and so we'll get this out of the way first. I really enjoyed the pa- I really enjoyed the first two hours of the pay per view. Yeah. Even the Reigns match, which I've seen some people be like, oh, but, it, you know, Shane McMahon, and I agree with you there. Mm. But I was in a good mood after the first 90 yeah. minutes, I would argue. Yeah. I was having and, fun. And I, was, I enjoyed this match as well, partly because the Washington crowd added half a star to mm-hmm. everything. I think maybe WWE should have attendance crises more often. <laughs> because what ha- what seemed to happen was that only people who were there were the most committed, dedicated wrestling fans, which are us. <laughs> it's the NXT audience. It's the NXT audience. <laughs> and because you didn't have them diluted by 10,000 kids and their parents, mm-hmm. you just got a really super hot crowd. Yeah. I mean, they probably the had to. Thing. They probably had to crank those mics up a little bit because it would probably be a bit quieter than normal. But they were like, "Hey, let's make sure we hear these these like three hundred <coughs> people that are here. Let's turn them right mm. up so they sound like a normal crowd." But it worked very well. It sounded like a really hot crowd pretty much throughout the entire event. Yeah, so, great crowd all the way through. Yeah. So what happened, unfortunately, was that the end of the pay-per-view, and WWE do this all the time, you'd be like, oh my god, is this going to be the surprise hit mm-hmm. of the year? The Great Balls of Fire of 2019? Yeah, and then, you know, Brock Lesnar returns <laughs> and wins the Money in the Bank, or, or Goldberg Undertaker happens. Mm-hmm. Not that Super Showdown was anywhere, was near, but... anywhere near being a good show before <laughs> them. But they, they do these sorts of things, and they just couldn't help themselves here. With Bar- the main event was Baron Corbin and Seth Rollins, and it was all built around either Brock Lesnar cashing in, which they teased earlier in the night when Paul Heyman walked out of Corbin's mm-hmm. office. Uh, I assume they struck a deal. I'm just trying to explain kayfabe-wise yep. where Brock wouldn't cash in if Baron won. But that, sure. that doesn't make any sense. No. I, I'm pretty sure they just did it to keep that plate spinning in your head. Yeah, I, yeah, I reckon they probably <laughs> did it to, to have this easy to be like, maybe Brock's here, but they don't have a reason, an actual kayfabe reason for Heyman being there or being in Baron Corbin's office. Yeah. I think they, if they made, maybe there was an offer of an agreement and Heyman turned it down, but (laughs) who can say, I mean, it doesn't play into anything for the rest of the night, so. Heyman is definitely a cheaper, cheaper booking, I think, (laughs) than Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And the, the other question was, who is this special guest referee picked by Baron Corbin going to be. And, you know, we were speculating it could be Brock, even though Mm. that doesn't make any sense because Brock would just beat him afterwards. He's got the briefcase. Or it could be Shane McMahon. Yeah. Really don't care for that either. Nope, not at all. WWE managed to find a worse (laughs) one, which was Lacey Evans coming out in a sort of referee version of what she usually wears. Mm -hmm. And it was just... It felt like an episode of Raw. Not a good episode of Raw. It's no. just like an, an an end throwaway, we don't really know what to do this week 
conclusion to Raw. Yeah, it wasn't very great. I mean, I, I made a note. As soon as the match started, I was like, I am so, so ready for this ref to be anticlimactic. Because I knew it wasn't going to be... The more the show went on, I was like... Because I predicted it was going to be Shane in the Wrestle League predictions. Uh, and the more the night went on, I was like, okay, it's not going to be Shane. They've tied him up in all this rain stuff, and they've got him g- furthering that on Raw tomorrow. So, like... I don't think it's going to be Shane now. So I was like, well, I don't know who it can be at this point because I don't think it's going to be Lesnar. And then as soon as Seth Rollins comes out and the commentary team said, you know, earlier in the night, Seth Rollins' girlfriend, uh, Becky Lynch, she retained her Raw Women's Championship. And I was like, oh, God, it's going to be Lacey Evans. Yeah, It's totally going to be Lacey Evans. And <laughs> sure enough, Corbin introduced the sassy Southern Belle, Lacey Evans. Corey Graves went crazy. He said the sassiest referee. I was like, you're making me hate it even more. I know you're the heel ref. But this is girl way heat of the strongest oh, it degree. Was bad. The um yeah, yeah and, and like the the one that twigged for me wasn't them saying, you know, Becky Lynch is Seth Rollins' girlfriend. Mm. Blah blah blah. I was I'm dumb usually when I watch wrestling shows. Yeah. So I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. But it was when Michael Cole in the Universal Champions entrance said, you know, that's Becky Lynch's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought Come on, <laughs> that 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 makes him sound like a kid from another school. Yeah, like I know Becky and Becky Lynch's boyfriend <laughs> from St Olaf's down in Orpington. He couldn't have made him sound more lame. Yeah. And it's Michael Cole saying it, so it's already very lame. Yeah, and you know Absolutely. what's really lame and what doesn't make something a moment? Michael Cole saying, "What a moment!" <laughs> he did that. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I Anywho. enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the show. Yes. We're getting all the negative parts out the way now so that later on we can just be positive about yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this was... Um, I will give them credit. Lacey Evans was not... Wouldn't have been my first choice. Let's put it that way. I We constantly uh, bemoan them not making logical sense with this. Lacey mm-hmm. Evans makes logical sense. Because, one, she's someone that Seth Rollins will not beat up with a chair before the match oh, starts. I was hoping. <laughs> I, I thought he might for a you moment reckon? there. That would Go been... ECW one night stand. Oh, yeah. That pile been driver a... into the chair. God, that would have been something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, in, in current WWE world, it would make sense that Evans is the one person or one of the people that Rollins will not beat up with a chair before the match starts. And she actually has an interest in Rollins losing because she wants to get back at Lynch. Yes. That makes kayfabe sense. And I will give them credit for picking someone that makes sense rather than generic heel number three because that would have been probably much worse. That's where we're at, Pete. Yeah. We're, we're applauding WWE <laughs> for just making sense. Yeah, so having said that, I'll give them credit for making sense because we complain a lot about them not making sense. So for once, they made sense. However, it's still bad. It doesn't stop yeah. it from being anticlimactic. It doesn't stop it from being really a boring end to the show. Um, I mean, Lacey was not great as the ref either. I mean, most of the ra- m- most of the ratch- most of the match, she was just kind of walking around the ring, not doing much. And then there was occasionally the the couple of story beats that she had to hit which was just her you know, doing slow counts for Rollins and uh, not counting out Baron and uh, you know, stopping a count uh, two because, oh, her arm hurt. You know, th- those like story beats that she had to... And the rest of the time, she was just kind of there. She wasn't really doing her character through the match, I thought, apart from being like, get mm. up. Where, where's okay. the hanky? Yeah, like, there, was, like there, there was nothing from I, that. I thought it was, very, it was a boring choice. Yeah, I, I, when, 
when the main criticism about Baron Corbin is that he doesn't feel like a main event talent guy and he's being pushed in a main event slot, the way to get around that isn't to do the same with the, the female equivalent. <laughs> and that's what they've done. They've just compounded this problem of a lack of star power on Raw. And the, 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 the structure of the match that you were talking about there, 15 minutes. Yeah. We were, look, if that's the story you're going with, okay. Just whatever, we're here. But to then draw that out of, no, I'm going to change the rules to no count-outs when mm -hmm. Baron Corbin was put through a table, which was a cool spot yeah. when Seth Rollins powerbombed him through it. Absolutely. Or it's a no-DQ match now because Baron's using a chair. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, you can you could just, just shrink that down to 10 minutes yeah. and it's going to be better. 15 minutes, I, I got very bored. And you start to ask, when you're bored, you just start to ask questions about logic. Like, exactly. why isn't Becky down here? Why isn't Becky just at ringside? And I think that would have been a more dramatic element to the match. If Becky's at ringside, like, shouting and Lacey's going, no, if you get involved, I'll DQ him. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's also titles can change hands on a DQ or just yeah, do something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I'm not, I wasn't a fan of the referee suddenly having the power of an authority figure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, let's just, okay. We're not going to talk about you logic. You made sense in that one little bit, <laughs> yeah, WWE. Yeah, that, that is it. That one decision you made for Evans made sense. The rest of it, nah. <clears throat> but then it gets to later on in the match, and Evans is changing the rules and making it so there's no countdowns, no DQs. As soon as she made it, no DQs. I was like, right, so this is the point where Lynch comes out and attacks her, right? Yes. Because I was like, probably she hasn't come out before because she's worried of getting Seth DQ'd. That's fair enough. I could see that logic. Soon as she made it a no DQ match, I was like, right, so where's Lynch? Yeah, because Becky's, be Becky's smart as a character. Yeah, exactly. So that's like, if as soon as she goes no DQ, and then that's a really nice comeuppance for Lacey trying to cheat one too many times mm -hmm. and getting an immediate receipt for it. But exactly, yeah. It didn't yeah. Happen. And then it didn't happen. So then uh, Rollins got beaten down some more with the chair and stuff. And then we were waiting for another few minutes before anything happened. He hit a falcon arrow onto onto a chair on Baron, which again was a cool spot. And that's when Evans did her slow two count and stopped at the two count. Being like, oof, oh my arm, which I sort of liked because it plays off the disarm her from earlier. She was like, oh, oh yeah, it really, good point. really hurt my arm because you know your girlfriend. <laughs> What's she like? Although she didn't actually say that, I was kind of you got to make. I, I was add, I was adding my own story onto it, but um, but then yeah, after that, finally <laughs> is when Lynch runs down. Uh, after Baron manages to get into... Sorry, I missed out a whole story beat there. When uh, Rollins and Evans get face-to-face -face and Evans is kind of mouthing off, Rollins looks like he wants to like get aggressive at her, but he knows he can't. So Lacey slaps him. And? and uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Lacey slaps him and he's like, come on, hit me again, do it. Bump. And then, as you... It's, Taken a page out of Shinsuke Nakamura's book. Bonk. Or Seth Lundle. Rollins' Seth book. Rollins, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that then does make a, Brock a lot Lesnar. more sense. Yeah, that makes more sense. So he'll act when Lacey does it. Mm. But that's so late. So Becky was only. Becky doesn't care for Seth Rollins' personality. <laughs> it is purely that magnificent member that has been spread around the internet that she's concerned about. Of course, yeah, that, that's yeah. all that matters. That's when she came down to make the save after the low blow and after an end of days mm. from Baron Corbin, looking like he was going to win. Then Lynch comes down, beats up Evans, uh, beats up Evans on the outside. More referees come down to try and pull uh, Lynch and Evans apart. 
And we get the same referee from Super Showdown John from Cone. Uh, John Cohn from uh, Rollins and Corbin's match at Super Showdown. More famous for being the father of Nicholas. Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, he gets in the ring, and Corbin's like, "Whoa, it's you." Cool. Anyway, and then he goes to End of Days. Uh, Rollins again. Uh, Rollins counters it, hits a super kick, hits a stomp, and then John Cone counts the victory, even though he wasn't the official who was in charge of the match. But... Well, they do that all the time, though. Uh, yeah, I guess. The, of, all the, of all the things to pick holes, <laughs> that was, <laughs> yeah, that's true, that yeah. was quite consistent with what yeah. WWE usually do. That's true. They, and then, then you just had, like I think, about four minutes of Becky and Seth <laughs> hugging in the ring, yeah. but only hugging a little bit, and then they'll pose with their arms up, mm-hmm. and then hugging. And I don't think they have any sexual chemistry. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Lynch is comfortable doing their romance in public because mm. to me from from like documentaries that i've seen and what she said in the past it seems like she's quite a, like a private person with her <coughs> with her personal life she's quite a, a private person so i'm wondering whether she doesn't want to do this whole boyfriend girlfriend angle she's like hey that's my private life stop it because to me she looked quite awkward during this bit and she was like i don't really want to I don't want to do that. I'll give you a hug, yeah, pat on the back. and. Well, I guess cool, she's also trying now. to stay being the man. Exactly, And yeah. she helped, like, she leant down on the ropes for Rollins to mm-hmm. get out, which, you which know, back nice. in the day was usually something men would do for women. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was an, that, that was all good. I just, I, I think it's more of a case that they, you know, some people just, they might very much be in love backstage, but sometimes in front of the camera, you just, you can't get that across. And I didn't mm-hmm. really get anything... Like, I didn't find them endearing as an act together. No. Like, this isn't. Really. It's cool that they're together. That they're, that they're together. But John, John Snow, that Kit Harrington, <laughs> and Amelia Clark, Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones, they had no sexual chemistry. Not at all. Awesome characters by themselves. Mm-hmm. But they just, you know, something didn't work about them. And it wasn't just because they were kind of related. <laughs> so I don't, I, I don't know what it is. That, look, so what we've got now. And that's what the title of this video is, is Rollins and Lynch going against Lacey and Baron. Yay. I'm, I'm not mass. Like, I like, I really like both Becky and Seth individually, mm-hmm. but I think it might be one of those cases where they're going to be less than the sum of their parts Absolutely. when they're together. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really don't want to listen to Michael Cole ramming all of these, oh, what a moment stuff, which I, I can just see them doing. And, and, you know, this, this is Seth Rollins' girlfriend or this is Becky Lynch's boyfriend. It, it's going to take away and get very annoying very fast. And on the other side, it's not like their opponents are this grand all-conquering force. Becky has beaten Lacey decisively twice. Seth has beaten Baron decisively twice. twice. And, and in the most recent example, when the odds were massively stacked against him. So... What interest do I have in seeing a tag match between the, the no, two that, sides? That, there is no interest. I think the only interesting part of this for people who are fans of Rollins and Lynch is like, you get to see them wrestle as a couple. Hmm. Isn't that great? So they've put together their last two opponents. It's like a house show match. That's what that is. Yeah, it's yeah, a house it's very show similar, match. Yeah. When they just say, here's these two guys you want to see. We'll put them in a tag match and then we'll put the people they're feuding with in a tag team to face against them. That this is all that is, and I think that's probably the direction they're going to be going for Extreme Rules. Oh yeah, which is 
really not great. Because then what do they do after that? Because that's probably not going to be the culmination of either feud. Which means we go on to SummerSlam and Rollins versus Corbin rematch and Evans versus Lynch rematch again. <sighs> I can't believe I prefer the Shane McMahon <laughs> Baron Corbin versus Roman Reigns Seth Rollins option. I can't believe that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's uh we will be positive from this point forth yeah. because I, I personally enjoyed the rest of the show. I did too. So, so, so super chats. Yes. Quickly, did you notice that uh Lacey... your camera didn't switch? Camera didn't switch. I think Maybe. Yeah. Did you notice go. that Lacey sold the wrong arm? Did she really? No. Yeah, she nice. Did. Oh, what yeah. a dastardly heel. See, I, was, also, I, I was adding the own story, but I did it wrong. You pointed out that Becky wouldn't want uh, Seth DQ'd. Why not? Because he would have kept the belt. Noble baby face. Exactly. Yeah. She wants to let him win. Fine. Uh, Sean Turner, however, starts off our Super Chats. Uh, you'll recognize that name as Bailey Sting Creator. Nice. He says, out of money pit, kind of glad to be back, guys. We're you were barely gone. I know, that's what were I thought. Were you gone? I, I mean, I, welcome back. Yeah, welcome it's back. Nice to see you, you again, yeah. but were you gone? I'm so glad the mm. Bailey Sting stuff is not going mm. away. Yeah. Speaking of welcome back, Luke will be back tomorrow. Mm. He will. Uh, Vernon Jeffrey says, I think Ollie's nightmare of Baron Corbin's mid-card of evil affecting the women's division is coming true. That's what I said in my review yeah. that's going to come up later. Yeah, mm. they've merged. Oh, no. I was it, looking in the wrong direction. Exactly. I thought it was going to be Shane. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought Dolph's too, there but... like, it should have been me. It should have been me. Yeah. Small Afro Games, who is? Jaron Walker. Walker. Thank you. Yeah. Um, can Ridge Wallet escape Baron Corbin's <laughs> mid-card vortex? Absolutely Ridge not. Wallet is the only thing that can because of its <laughs> RFID blocking technology. <laughs> mm. So everyone should invest in one of those fantastic wallets. They should. Sean Turner back in again says, I have this new tech to seal chip information on live streams, but I can't do it here. Is this black magic or a sweet wallet with special promo? <laughs> I love how everyone's doing that promo work for us. It's, it's got to be that sweet wallet, The Ridge. Absolutely, Head over yeah. to theridge.com the slash WrestleTalk. C-O-M slash WrestleTalk. Exactly. Use the promo code WrestleTalk for 10% off your first order and free worldwide shipping. Free worldwide shipping? Crazy. Oh, my God. I know. Wow. Yeah. Um, Anthony Smith says, My mate John cried when Corbin didn't win. Well, Was he a fan? We'll have to find out, but that is... I, I I cried for different reasons. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, Zach, $2 super chat. Linda says, uh, Lacey was assimilated by the Baron. Vo I think we we're going to get a lot of these today. Yeah. 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 yeah, she was. And you don't you don't get assimilated. You you get sucked in, by the way. <laughs> Nothing She's, can escape the pull. Yeah, but Baron's, Baron's not a, a Borg. Mm. He is a black hole of booking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rosie snores, suggesting that Ronda could have been the ref, which would have led to a match at SummerSlam. With Baron? With anyone. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't uh, say who. I guess that makes sense. That would, have been, that would have probably been the only good idea. Yeah. Because I think you, you have a similar <clears throat> uh, justification and motivation to Evans in that she wants to see Lynch mm. lose. 
Because I kind of forgot, actually, that she left as a heel. <laughs> so yeah. that would make sense. Because I was thinking, like, but she's a babyface. How would that work? Yeah, but, but no, that would, that, would actually, that would actually work. I think that's I think. an excellent idea. Becky yeah. did the armbar. Did you hear see Michael Cole calling a normal armbar? The disarmor for, like, yeah. eight times in a row as well. Yeah, it was really annoying. Um, Chris Field says, Hey, guys, I found stomping grounds kind of boring. What did you all think about Lacey Evans as guest referee? I loved it. <laughs> wow. I mean... I'm sure the six people that predicted Lacey Evans to be the referee in Wrestle League were very happy about that. Mm. Um, I wasn't. I mean, we've already discussed it. So, yeah. What are but the what are the the standings at the, the moment? The standings are, or the, just the office standings. Uh, yeah, because, give us the office standings and tell us also who's number yeah. One um, well, the office standings are me with 55. Uh, then I believe it is you on 49. Yes. Uh, Laurie jumped up massively. He did. Uh, to he got nine out of ten. He, he did. To, Laurie jumped up to 41. No, that's uh, wrong. 48. 48. 48. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 48. Uh, Is it on Discord? Where was it? It's probably better it's you just find that. It's in WhatsApp. Um, Let's move on with the, the next yeah, one. Then but, we'll uh, get back Simon from is by the, at the bottom by a yeah. long way. Um, Tim Arndt says, guys, I suspect something about WWE, but I just want to check with you to make sure I'm right. Are Becky and Seth a couple? <laughs> that would explain I mean, a lot. I don't know, honestly. Mm. Could, you could take it any number of ways. They didn't kiss. No. I was. I found it weird they didn't kiss. That's what made. That's kind of what triggered to me. I was like, I don't think Lynch is comfortable here. Like, I think they held it for so long because they were like, okay, so now this is the part where they kiss, mm. and it was like, but they didn't. So I was like, we'll hug again, and then just wait, wait for them to yeah. kiss. They'll kiss eventually, and then they just didn't, and they were like. Uh, I guess they'll leave now. Yeah, I, yeah. I grew up with Edge and Lita. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> my my, my, my <laughs> barometer for, uh, for for sort of public displays of affection <laughs> is way off. Yeah. Wheel a bed in. Yeah. Um, so it is. Uh, I'm on fifty five. You are forty nine. Laurie forty eight. Pete forty three. Luke forty one. And Simon thirty nine. I'm way Wait, too close. To did, how did Luke get his stomping grounds predictions in? He he did them yesterday morning. I sent him the oh, form. Really? Yeah. yeah, he did. I sent him the form on WhatsApp, and he said, "I've guessed." From Peru. Yeah, because yeah. he, he has no idea of the stories in the last yeah, two weeks, yeah. which is the entirety from Super Showdown mm. 2. Well, that's what that's, that's what was in Luke's downfall, is that he tries to focus on the story too much. Yeah, so because and he, he doesn't so well do that. Yeah. And that's why he does so well at Impact, because he doesn't know what's happening. That's his key. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's do one more then uh, for now. Uh, Jobber JJ, Ollie Davis, number one fan, says, Hello, everyone. Thoughts on the 24-7 title wedding? Yeah, uh, that was I really funny. Thought it was, yeah, hilarious. Absolutely loved it. I, I love uh, Drake Maverick. I think he's hilarious and his selling of it was great. And like the tweets he did afterwards mm. were fantastic. His wife getting in on it and tweeting that she wants a divorce. Now, yeah. I thought that was uh, it's great. Yeah, I loved it. It's really funny. I I just I can't believe they did it for their their shoot wedding. Yeah, I know. Actual wedding. I wouldn't like, do that. No. <laughs> I reckon they must have got married first and then I don't know. and then They're done, wrestlers, it, done it again. They, yeah. they probably I mean, love that. I mean, they're both wrestlers. Like, she's a wrestler as well. She? She, she was in the Mae yeah. Young Classic. All right. So, like, maybe she's in on it too. Like, she was like, yeah, let's just do it. I mean, it, to be fair, it's a memorable wedding. Yeah. So, wrestling not, right? weddings. There's a rich tradition now yeah. of segments. Absolutely. Which is a shame they just didn't do it in the ring. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or on yeah. SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The main, well, no, the the, the pre-show, mm. uh, the only match there. There was a few. Did you watch any of the little segmenty bits? Not at there all. There wasn't anything no. really to write home about. Uh, but the opening three-way was Tony Nese versus Akira Tozawa versus Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight title. What a match. It was awesome. Yeah. Possibly match of the night, I'd Ooh. say. Ooh, so, yeah, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But every, everyone, all, all the multi-person matches, I thought were terrific. Yeah, so absolutely. tag matches and, and this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, it was usually the cruiserweight matches suffer from having to win the crowd over, but because the crowd was so good from the get-go, and according to Brian Alvarez from Wrestling Observer Live, who was there, he said because it was the hardcore audience, they were all there for the pre-show, mm-hmm. so you didn't have people filtering in. Still, a lot of most of the the audience were there. For this 205 live match mm-hmm. and sing- singles 205 live matches are usually very very good and very fast paced and what you got here was an extra person which allowed it to be faster and you could do more inventive moves because there's three of them and they can all do flips I thought it was terrific yeah absolutely fantastic stuff I mean so just some of the highlights there was <laughs> an amazing spot where uh, Nice uh, rolled up Tazawa into a pin and then hit a German suplex onto Gulak at yes. the same time and <laughs> it, it all just looked so smooth it was like just transitioning to this and German suplex them, and then he pinned both of them at the same time they both pi- uh, both kicked out but it just looked amazing so cool there's a bit where Nice hits a super kick to Gulak on the outside and then Tazawa dives onto him out of nowhere and then runs off the apron and, and sent on onto Gulak as well and I was like what what is going- There's just so much stuff just do 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 all over the place. It was great. Um, like I said, the crowd was super hot for it. Uh, nice hit a fireman gut buster like a GTS, but into like a gut buster for a near fall. It was great. 
uh, Gulak lent Nice through the ropes and then suplexed Tazawa onto him, yeah. which I thought was awesome. It's like there's so much stuff that was like risky but not risky because you're just suplexing him onto a person. It's not that dangerous, but it just looks dangerous. Mm. It, 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 I, those are my favorite spots, the stuff that's not dangerous but looks a lot more dangerous than it is. Um, some awesome stuff uh, stuff back and forth again. Uh, uh, Drew Gulak gets in the Gulak, and Tazawa hits a senton from the top rope to break it up that was really, really high. Like, because you don't, you don't see it at first because the camera's just focused on the actual Yeah, it was only on the replay that yeah. you saw it was happening. Exactly, yeah. And he just came out of nowhere and just, boom, just broke it up. And then on the replay, you saw it go about 17 miles of airtime before he came down. It was great. Um, knees hit a springboard moonsault, which unfortunately went onto Gulak's knees, but still was cool. Um, Nice missed the 450, and then Gulak goes for a move, but then Nice hits like a, a reverse, like package pole driver thing mm. and dr- driving down straight on his head. And I was like, ow, that looked like it really, really hurt. Um, but then Tazawa immediately hit a shining wizard straight after that on Denise. I was like, there's just so much stuff happening. This is so much fun. Uh, I struggled to keep up with it, my notes. It was fast paced. It's very, and, very fast paced. And the finish came just as the whole match was, really. So big mm-hmm. move. And then the third person who wasn't in the big move broke up the pin. Yeah. But it happened. The, the last one was where Gulak got Tony Nice after Tony Nice hit his finisher on Tazawa. Yep. Nice was thrown out the ring and Gulak pinned Tazawa for the win. Mm-hmm. So we've got a new cruiserweight champion. Yep. And I presume that sets up Gulak versus Nice for yeah. the next rivalry because Nice never lost at least Nice was never pinned at least mm-hmm. to lose his title. Yeah. But yeah, there's a fantastic way to kick off the show. Yeah. I think awesome. all two oh five live matches should be in Washington from now on. <laughs> and mu- a multi man. Absolutely, yeah. And then we got an opening video package. I have they used this song for any other bit of marketing yet? So that they did Nancy know. Sinatra's "These Boots Are Made for Walking." That's just what they'll do, etc. That's a great idea for stomping grounds, especially with Lacey Evans in the mix of the featured matches. I hated it, but did you know, you? yeah, I thought I was it was re- it was really like <laughs> it didn't <coughs> sell the fact that this was a wrestling show. <laughs> it was just like some people talking about boots and walking. And then occasionally you could see Rangers going like, ooh, wow, or something ooh, in the background. Wow. And then it was just like, <sighs> also, one bit that got me in the video package was they actually put a cocking sound onto Reigns doing that. It went, as he did it. And I was like, pew, pew. oh, they haven't, they did it. Well. I hope they I, do that in the matches now. <laughs> Have like, a Foley like, artist I was gonna on say, standby. It's, it's like the ricochet sound effect, mm. but they'll play it when Reigns does his, uh, his fist cocking. Um, but yeah, I... It was fine. Like, as always, the video packages are all right. Like, they made the feuds look a lot more coherent than they actually were. Oh, my God. Yeah, so especially the so. Bailey Bliss one we've come <laughs> on to. Yeah. And then it was... But I just figured that the, the song wasn't great. <laughs> kind of took me out of it, but... Uh, well, the first match of the main card, we've already spoken about it, was Lynch versus Evans. Mm-hmm. And then we got a Mustafa Rally video package. Yeah. Where... This was weird. It was... It was... It was... Right, so here's what happened. It was in the same visual style that he did his really cool promos before, where it's kind of a uh, a shallow depth of field with the camera, and it's following him around, and things are out of focus, and it's quite poetic. He's doing a sort of monologue, uh, kind of like, I'm nice Batman. I patrol (laughs) the streets of wherever, and I help people by inspiring them. Mm -hmm. That was pretty... 
it was actually very well done. I'm making it sound very hokey. But that was the basic message of his promo. And he, the, the, the montage was him walking around and then a woman would go to drink a beer and see him and then pour the beer away. And then there was a guy getting mugged mm-hmm. and Ali just walked up behind them. And then a man was sort of roughhousing his girlfriend and Ali just walked up behind them. And after a while, it did come off a little silly because Ali didn't look like he was helping. <laughs> no, was, was that what there. you got from it? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like he's, he's seen this this town ridden with crime and he just sits back on a bench <laughs> at the end of it. It's like, I don't think you're getting across the message that you you think you are. But just his presence. He's just inspiring them. Yeah. That's all it is. You just need to take control of your own lives. He's just there to to inspire you to do it yourself. That's all it is. I know what they were going for, and I agree with that idea, and they were close, but they needed to show Ali intervening in these many crimes he was watching. And also, (laughs) I I think it might have worked better if it wasn't so literal. If, If Ali was like, I help inspire people, and I'm going around and helping people when they can't help themselves or something like that. That's cool to be like, I will stop alcoholism. It's like, uh, aren't you a wrestler? Kapow, you're, like, cured. you're not a superhero. You're a wrestler, right? I'll stop domestic violence. Kapow, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally that. I was like, that's a bit on the nose. Like, I think if it was a bit more metaphorical rather than just like, this is literally a person pouring away a beer. I think it might have worked a bit better for me, but I didn't think it was alcoholism. I just think it was, you're not allowed to drink in the street. Oh so yeah, we'll just pour it Could away. Be. Yeah, maybe that. He's uh, yeah, I d- yeah. Some of the acting was a bit off as well from those from the from the actors they'd hired for that. Skit. I liked it. it. I right. liked it. It just didn't play a hundred percent effectively. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot about this. So next up was the Paul Heyman coming out of Baron Corbin's locker room. Yes. Now Corbin actually came out after this to reveal he's chosen his special guest referee, mm-hmm. and I only realised this when I read back my notes, but there was a clue to who it would be. Oh, really? Because he said they'll call it right down the middle for no favours. Oh, And carrying okay. the favour of Vince McMahon, the backstage favours, that's that's something Lacey Evans hmm. would say. The more you know. Anyway, next up, my match of the night. I thought this was absolutely spectacular. Flawless match. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus The New Day. It was the awesome. The only thing I'd change would make it mean something. (laughs) Everything else was on fire because on Tuesday, there was a two out of three falls match for the main event with Sammy and Kevin against Seth and Kofi. You know, Kofi being part of the New Day. And I think it was Kofi who pinned Zayn immediately. So first fall, done immediately. How did Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn start off this match? Owens runs over to Biggie, knocks him off the apron, runs back to Xavier Woods, super kick, super kick, super kick, super kick, pin, kick out, tags in Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn, blue thunderbomb, pin, kick out, tags in Kevin Owens, bullfrog splash, pin, kick out. I was like, yes, (laughs) this is great strategy. Like it makes sense from a heel perspective and where they're at in their characters. And it provides an excellent story for the match because Xavier, so good at being an underdog, selling mm-hmm. in peril, he's there as your baby face getting worked over, you're building to the biggie tag. Oh, I thought this was incredible 
incredibly effective. Yeah, this was an, an awesome, awesome start to the match. And even after all those moves had been hit, which was in very quick sequence, like it was literally super kick, get up, super kick, get up, super kick. It was really, really quick. And the tags, and then another move, tag, another move. And then after that, even when it, the pace started to slow down a little bit, Woods was in the corner and Big E started to get back on the ropes. Uh, Owens went over to him, taunted him, and then ran and did a cannonball straight away. Mm. There was like there was no wasted movement in the first like five minutes of this match. It was just hot straight from the get go, and of course, like we mentioned, with the hot crowd, obviously super oh, into yeah, this. Yeah. So it just made it even better with the added atmosphere as well. It was fantastic, and then Owens and Zayn started dismantling Woods for a little while afterwards, doing I wouldn't say generic heel stuff because it wasn't just like rest holds and all that stuff they were still doing some inventive it was stuff already engaging yeah it was it, it was an engaging beatdown mm. which can happen it's not <laughs> it's not just rest holds and stuff all the time it can work um but uh zane locks in a cross face on woods at one point which was really cool woods rolled him up to force the break uh and then woods kicks owens but zane hits biggie off the apron and then woods hit a belly to back suplex and zane tags in owens and then he misses a senton and then it was like oh woods is starting to come back and all the time they're trying to hit one more move on him and then he'd like counter that and then he'd dodge out the way or he'd counter another one and i was like come on woods go get the tot tag and eventually Huge Biggie hot tag. My goodness, this was awesome. Because mm. Biggie hot tags are always great anyway. But then he come in, came in with extra fire. And you can see, because he'd been knocked off the apron not too long before. And you can see, as he was getting back on the ropes, he dropped like all the, the goofiness and stuff. And he was standing there. He was angry. Yeah. And you could see him on the ropes. And the commentary like played it up. And the crowd, you could see, were getting into it. Because Biggie came back on the apron just like, right, time to F some S up. Let's well, do this. Up, <laughs> you done effed up, boy. You done effed up. So as Woods tagged him in, he comes in, throws suplexes everywhere like he normally does. Looks awesome. Um, Zane hits a boot on Biggie in the corner, goes for a, a tornado DDT. Biggie throws him off and then hits a giant Uranagi on him. I was like, oh, this is so awesome. Love it. Um, yeah, some more really cool stuff after it. There was a, a really well-timed spot where the New Day go for the up, up, down, down finish. Still don't like that name, but... Uh. Um, and then... Zane pushes Biggie into the ring post, and then Woods dives off into a boot from Zane. Zane, like, so quick, because Woods was on the top rope looking to jump off for the up, up, down, down, pushes Biggie into the ropes, so Woods jumped off to avoid Biggie hitting him, and then immediately Zane got his boot up to hit him in the face as he jumped off. So well-timed. It looked amazing from there. Was um, that the Haluva kick spot? No, that was just that was just because a big boot. I, I thought that was like in terms of near falls, that was the best part of the match. Absolutely. Where it was a near fall onto Woods, Biggie was outside, and then Xavier stumbled out of the corner straight into a pop up power bomb from mm -hmm. Owens. And then, you know, I thought that was it. But Biggie slid in at the last minute, uh, broke it up. And then Big E took out Sammy on the apron with his terrifying dive that oh, is going to break his neck one day. Scares me. And Owens hits a stunner for the win. Yeah. Just a, just a great drama. The right result as well, mm -hmm. because Owens and Zayn need a win. Yeah. They've lost everything. Yeah. Individually and together. Mm -hmm. And look, like seeing this shows how great they can be as an effective tag team act. Yeah. And it also sows the seeds of, oh, the new day lost here. Maybe Kofi might not be so lucky later on either. Mm -hmm. But I just thought, like, watching Zayn and Owens here, The New Day, Brian and Rowan, that's that's like a golden tag division that yeah. SmackDown can have. really is, yeah. And, I mean, this was so much fun. And like you said, right people won. I mean, I predicted The New Day to win, but after I predicted, I was like, 
really should have gone for Owens and Zayn there because it made so much sense. And it looks like they might be having Owens, although I probably wouldn't want to see it again. They might be having Owens challenge Kingston again um, as like his next challenger. So I think this would be a good way to start building him up. It's mm. like, hey, I beat your New Day buddies. You're next kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. That, that could be a way for them to, to write the story in. Because um, obviously they wanted to do that feud at Super Showdown, but Owens didn't go with Saudi Arabia. So Owens they put had in... ethics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screw him for being moral. Uh, and then, yeah, so they, they shoved in Dolph Ziggler as, as a replacement, which f- hopefully finished their feud now at, um, at Stomping Grounds. So hopefully Ziggler goes away again or goes on to another feud if he's sticking around. And then they can have Owens go back and, I guess, finish their feud that they never really got to finish. Mm. Uh, after that, we got a backstage thing with Alexa and Nikki Cross talking about how mean Bailey is. Mm-hmm. And then we got Ricochet versus Samoa Joe, which, while not a spectacular match, was was really, really solid. Really I, fun. I was just, I was so impressed with how real everything looked. Even in the slow-mo replays. They showed, like, the, the, the two that spring to mind are a Samoa Joe forearm and the Ricochet and Zaguri. They looked real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they looked awesome. Like, they, these guys wrestled not stiff because they didn't, like, actually kick each other, but, like... Oh, they, I don't know. Well, but, I mean, I think that there's a difference between, like, really stiff wrestling and just, like, connecting with a move, I think. Because when he hit the forearm, he's still hitting it in, like, the soft yeah, part yeah. of the neck, so he's not actually, like, punching him in the face... But, like, it still looked brutal when, when he came in. Just from the speed and size of Joe when he comes in with a forearm, it it looks awesome, even on a slow-mo replay. Because you're like, yeah, he just got hit, like, really, really hard. Um, yeah, it looked awesome. And these guys told a really great story as well throughout it. And Ricochet, Ricochet's selling in this match, mm, I thought was mm. absolutely incredible. Like, just... A couple of things, like, there was, uh, I think Samoa Joe hit, like, a back elbow or or something like that, and Ricochet just dropped. Like, literally, his head just went straight to the mat. He was like a, a, an A from his from yeah, his yeah. head to butt and then toes. It was literally just, like, a triangle. It was amazing selling. Uh, I, yeah, I thought he... I, I'm not going to say Ricochet carried the match because Joe was amazing, but I think Ricochet's selling took it to... Another level, whereas if it had been someone else in this match, even doing the same offense as Ricochet, it wouldn't have been as good because Ricochet selling, I think, was just absolutely yeah. next level. Um, but uh, yeah, there's some aspects of this match that I really, really, really like. Um, and then it, it's, it was a bit slow to start with for the crowd to really get into it. But then I said, then I put in my notes, if it picks up for the last five minutes, though, this could be really great. It did. <laughs> it did pick up for the last five minutes. Uh, Ricochet fired up and hit like a hurricanrana, a spring springboard clothesline thing, a dive over the top rope, springboard missile drop kick, lion salt, all in one sequence, and then a near fall. I was like, that's awesome. Um, he went for a 6.30, but then Joe got up, so he just dived onto his feet. And then Joe hit this hugely quick power slam. Just oh, yeah, yeah, the straight snap round. Slam, oh, yeah. the snap power slam looks so cool. Um yeah, Joe hits an awesome German suplex into a clothesline and Ricochet goes flying again. It was it's all so much fun mm-hmm. stuff. I love it. Um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> Ricochet went for a uh, just like a normal like kick to the stomach. Joe caught his foot and then flipped him like 700,000 degrees <laughs> and Ricochet like flipped over and landed on his back. I thought that, that was amazing as well. Um, but uh, uh, Ricochet goes for another 630. Joe rolled out of the way. 
Joe went for a clothesline, Ricochet dodged that, hit a codebreaker onto him, and then a 630 for the win for the, to become the new US champion. So we got Ricochet as the yeah. new US champ. Really like this. Yeah. I, I, I predicted Ricochet to win, so I was obviously happy with that. Um, but I think it, he's could be a very good US champion, especially with what happened later in the night. We Well, that's it, isn't it? We've, we've had so many US champions... And we're like, oh, yeah, Rusev's the U.S. champion yeah. now. Nakamura's the U.S. champion now. Joe's the, the U.S. champion now. But actually, it's a cursed title. Yeah. It has been for about two years. That's where true. people botch finishes. They don't do the pins right. There's injuries. Rey Mysterio was, was off after WrestleMania after becoming champion. Yeah. So, it would, like, just be, just be careful. But the way they handled the post-match for this does make it seem like they're going to do something with it. Mm-hmm. So first off was Ricochet getting backstage and there being a collection of baby faces. Seth Rollins, <laughs> Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder, Carmella. Yep. They're all baby heavy, faces. Heavy, machine. heavy machinery. And, and also and Charlotte. And Charlotte. What the hell was Charlotte <laughs> Why doing Why was there? she there? When has she ever been a baby face? Well, she has <laughs> well, been, but you know. Not, not in recent not recently. Times. Not uh, this year. And also... She's been away for a bit. You'd thought, like, bring her back in some meaningful, like, shock return or something. Like, do something with her. Absolutely. So weird. That was such it's, a weird thing. It's worse than coming back in a battle royal. <coughs> to just have yeah. a backstage congratulating someone else on their win. Like, go re- do something. That, that goes against the character you were <laughs> last time you, that we saw you. I, and then, so, so then Triple H came over to him mm. and he did the I am your daddy. Yes. And, he, and he touched heads and they hugged. Yay, that's nice. NXT and then I talent. thought, yeah, then I thought, ah, uh, Charlotte's there because it's all the good NXT people. I was like, Zack Ryder and Kurt <laughs> Hawkins are there. <laughs> so I don't know what was happening. It was a sweet moment, though. Yeah. And later on, uh, Ricochet's getting his US title photo shoot. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows walk in and sort of photo bomb it. And then AJ Styles walks mm. in, sort of keeping that club plate spinning. Yep. Uh, and says, I'll see you on Raw. Yeah. Don't really know tasty. whether. Yeah, very tasty. I don't really know whether he was like threatening him or just like reminding him to be like, just so you know, I'm also on Raw. Or he was just like, I don't know, maybe just as a friendly reminder, just like, I will see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, mate. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Uh, no, but this was obviously like, I'll see you on Raw. Uh, yeah. And it's actually been confirmed now that we're going to get Ricochet versus AJ Styles on Raw tonight. So, Well, that's cool. great. That's great. And, and yeah, I mean, that seems like a top-tier US title feud mm, that they could sure. have. So, Especially if the club are involved as well and, and they sure. keep that going. Uh, bold prediction, an upset Samoa Joe will cause a double DQ. Ooh, three-way, Wendy. Three-way that's, feud. That's not very bold. That's definitely what's going <laughs> to happen. Three, three, three-way feud between Samoa Joe, AJ Styles and Ricochet. Wendy, Wendy. Wendy. Uh, so those baby faces in the gorilla position, two of them were heavy machinery. And mm. it was a really nice transition where heavy machinery then just walked out from gorilla for their match mm-hmm. next. Really liked it. Uh, and this, again, was a fantastic bout with them against the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Daniel Bryan and Rowan, mostly due to the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, like psychologically, this was completely backwards. Yeah. And I don't really know why WWE booked it, considering heavy machinery of this new babyface tag team you're trying to get over. Because Washington was so 
into Daniel Bryan. He's their hometown boy. And whenever Bryan has done promos as a heel in Washington, he's a babyface in Washington. He's like, you guys are the smartest people. I'm talking to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. So he's beloved as soon as he comes out. He's the most over person on the entire show. Oh, yeah. They're chanting, please recycle. (laughs) Drive a Prius. Yeah. Really funny chance. So good, yeah. And it's like they weren't booing heavy machinery. They were they were booing them. Oh yeah. They were literally booing them. Yes. But really they weren't booing them. They you were, know? They were booing the opponents of Brian that just so happened to be heavy machinery. Perfectly said, yeah. yeah. So it was a really exciting match though, and, and Daniel Bryan originally it was Rowan starting off the match, but the crowd <laughs> yeah. were going so crazy for Brian, mm. Rowan tagged him Rowan tagged him in and it it was yeah. a great moment. Yeah. Uh, See, I, I was thinking when, <laughs> when that moment happened, and I was like, oh, WWE know that he's going to be a face. And I was like, oh, they just did a big face moment where, like, oh, they're going to tag in Brian so they can get a big pop from the crowd. They know what the crowd's like. Cool. So this is going to be a completely different match to what I'm expecting. And then after that, it was just like, well, I guess not. I guess they're just heels again. It was a bit, I don't know, it's a bit deflating because I was like, oh, there's, there's like a moment where I was like, oh, they know what they're doing. They understand this match. They understand the psychology, but then they didn't. It was a bit frustrating. But. Yeah, because they, in the end, they just did heavy machinery standard WWE babyface match. Yeah. Where Tucker's worked over for a bit by the heels, which the whole crowd loved yeah. <laughs> because they were cheering Brian. Mm-hmm. And then it builds up to an Otis hot tag. Yeah. Uh, which, which, is, which would have worked anywhere else, mm-hmm. but not here. So... Either don't book it or book a different kind of match where it's more of a crazy brawl and you don't base the whole dynamic around the the person that people aren't into being worked over and you're asking them to have sympathy for them. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but credit to Otis. He's so charismatic. When Brian started doing the yes kicks to him and he's down on his knees, Otis starts to fire up in his little vibration way. Mm-hmm. And the crowd cheered him. I know, yeah. Actually cheered him. Yeah. So that's how that's how much charisma he has. Mm-hmm. But in the end, after some really like good stuff from Tucker, mm. top rope moonsault, the crossbody to the outside, Brian rolled Tucker up for the win. Yep. Yeah. Which was, which is good. Right, people won. I think. I think it would be yes. t- too early for Heavy Machinery to win the titles. Um, he won in his hometown, <coughs> home state, I guess. That was good. Um, and I think Heavy Machinery looked better for it. They managed to kind of hang with the SmackDown Tag Champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they didn't look rubbish coming out of it, which was always, which is good. It so. wasn't 100% effective just because no. of the crowd dynamic. But overall, it was really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, just, it's just great to see people being over sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, that's where the really, really good stuff stopped for the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we got Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. And they played this video package, and I thought, God, thank God they had that Alexa uh, moment of bliss segment with Bailey, because otherwise there would be nothing. There's nothing. Yeah, it was all Nikki Cross and Alexa, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 that's kind of the story of this match. When it was Bailey and Alexa, I, I was actually quite into it. When it was Nikki Cross being involved. It just took me out right away. Absolutely, yeah. I know mean, I was the same for that. I think I said it on the Ramble for the actual moment of Bliss segment. When yeah. it was Bailey and Alexa just firing back at each other, I was so into it. And as soon as they started... Sorry, Kenny. As soon as they started brawling and then Nikki got involved and pulled them up, I was like, oh, yeah. 
Nikki's here as mm. well. God, this is such a convoluted story. Nothing against Nikki Cross. I think she's awesome. But it's just the story they've told has just been so uninteresting and so convoluted. I'm just like, I, I just don't care. So I agree with you. I thought this match was fine. Uh, it started off pretty well, I think, because Bailey immediately goes over and just shoves Bliss, which I thought was a, a really nice moment because it kind of carried over the heat that they had beforehand with like the brawl that they had yeah. on Moment of Bliss. And it wasn't just them just like locking up at the start of a match because I thought that would have been really boring if they did that, which I thought was a good start. They're both just kind of shoving each other back and forth, bit of firing them, throw some punches. I was like, okay, this is a good start. I like it. And then it got a bit boring after mm-hmm. that, I'd say. Uh, just no- It was like a normal TV match, I want to say. There was some stuff in it that, to, that make, to make it a little bit different, but I haven't made as many notes on this match because a lot of it's just like, well, this is just yeah. standard like WWE wrestling match. Like, there's no, nothing really noteworthy to, to talk about. Um, the commentary was insufferable for this <laughs> match. It was horrible. I hadn't really noticed it too much throughout the rest of the night thus far. I really noticed it in this match because it was just Graves and Saxton just bickering mm. constantly. And I hated it so much because it was just Graves trying to defend Bliss about everything that she'd done. And Saxon being like, well, no, because this, that, and the other. I was like, just stop it. Just let me enjoy a wrestling match. I don't care whether you agree with this person or not. Let us decide who we want to agree and not agree with. Make them interesting characters so that you can fall on either side. You don't have to have clear-cut good guys and bad guys. Like, just... Got under my skin a little bit. Um, but uh, even so, there was still some good stuff in the match. There were some decent spots here and there that made it slightly different to a TV match, but it w- it was nothing that made it better than average, I'd say. Yeah, it was all it was all mostly built into the end angle, which was Bailey dives for Bliss, takes out Cross. Mm-hmm. Bailey gets back inside. Bliss capitalizes. Bliss is going to go for the twisted Bliss, but Nikki gets in causes some distraction. Bailey gets the knees up and, and turns it into a victory in the end. So, yep, yeah, it looks like this Nikki and Alexa stuff's going to continue. I don't know if Bailey will be a part of it because, of course, mm. they're a raw act. Yeah. They probably will be, though, because yeah. people get stuck in feuds these days. Wild card. Yeah. Um, I, I thought <laughs> the finish was a bit weird. It was like, did Cross really cost Bliss? Because, like, Cross came in and distracted the initial attempt that she was going to go for for Twisted Bliss, which meant that Bailey had a chance to recover. She went up to the top rope to attack Bliss. B- Bliss punched her off, went back down. So then, like, it's it's yeah. reset, so that now there's no distraction. Then she goes for the Twisted Bliss, and Bailey gets her knees up. So it was like, Cross didn't really cost her. It was just Bailey getting her knees up. Who's to say that wouldn't have happened on the first time? So I thought it was a bit... I don't know. It was a bit weird. It's not really Cross's fault that Bliss lost. It didn't work in any way, really. No. Yeah. Uh, then we got the 24-7 championship recap from Drake's wedding, which was great. So funny. So he lost Absolutely it, and our truth is champion again. Just him just screaming, my wedding, my yeah. wedding, just constantly. It was great. Uh, then we got the Rico- Ricochet US title photo shoot, which mm-hmm. set up that AJ match. Then we got Reigns versus McIntyre with Shane McMahon. With Shane McMahon. Out there all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, this was fine. I actually quite enjoyed it just because it wasn't their WrestleMania match. It's, this was better than their WrestleMania so match. So much better. So much better. Uh, like Drew and Reigns start brawling immediately, but really Roman just wants to get to Shane. He starts chasing Shane around, almost chases him through the crowd. 
And then, then it sort of fits into the standard Roman template where he is worked over for 80% of the match. Yes. But Drew was so good. That Alabama slam oh, that onto was the great. commentary table. Yeah. Uh, there was a bit when he did a kip up. Yeah. But they were, <laughs> yeah. it was doing a, a sort of split screen replay. So you kind of missed it. Mm-hmm. But that's impressive. Absolutely. And there was another bit they were, they were sort of fighting on the top turnbuckle and Drew crunched up mm-hmm. to, to headbutt Roman. It was all very good. Uh, but yeah, ultimately, this was to put over Shane versus Roman. Absolutely, yeah. And they constantly talked about Shane being on the outside. Shane ran distraction quite a few times. Oh, so many times. When yeah. the referee's back was turned, he was just getting cheap shots on on Reigns and like choking him on the ropes and things like that. Uh, Renee had a great line with absolutely zero emotion saying, the hmm. numbers game is so unfair to Reigns, there's no way to overcome this. That was too much inflection. No way to overcome this. That's more like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, it was fine. Uh, but like you said, it, it was an unimportant match because it's setting up Roman v. Shane. Roman yeah. versus Drew doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Um, Sp- speaking of overcoming the odds, I did really like the finish. You know, if this was someone else, mm. w- it, it would be an amazing end sequence to a, to a, a match mm-hmm. where you had... Shane, Shane sort of cost him. How did it go? Shane cost. Well, yeah. Roman kicked out. Superman punched Drew. Shane. Tri- oh, the referee. Sorry, Reigns had it one after he hit a spear. Yes. And then Shane McMahon pulled the referee out. Yeah. And Roman ran wild for a bit. Drew laid him out. Oh no, it was a coast to coast. Coast to coast. I should have run him down spot by spot. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> That's what I've done. Um, yeah. Slightly weird though. I think they they messed up the timing a little bit mm. because Roman hit the spear. McIntyre like kicked out of the spear before Shane had pulled the ref out. Yeah. So it was like, it was a bit off because it was like, well, why did you pull the ref? McIntyre kicked out anyway. Like, apparently you can hear Drew saying, I'm going to hit my finisher now as well. Really? Or something to that effect to Shane. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. I think that's when Shane gets in and Roman chucks him out. Mm -hmm. Drew goes for the claymore, but Roman spears him. Yep. And that's the win. So, the, the commentary team then start putting over, they, they literally say these words, this is a definitive victory for Roman. Yep. Cole says that. Move over to Corey Graves. It's a final chapter. Yeah. Move, move <laughs> over to Rene Young. I think Reigns is finally rid of Drew McIntyre. Finally rid of Shane McMahon, <coughs> is yeah. what she says. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And I was like, brilliant. We're moving on from this then. Yeah. But later on, Shane and Drew are walking backstage and they're both angry and Shane shouts at the camera and actually quite a well-delivered promo. Mm. Grabbed the camera, it looked quite menacing and said, two-on-one handicap match, me and Drew against you, Roman, next night on Raw. Why does the Raw match have more stakes on it than the pay-per-view match that we just saw? What stakes? Well, there's more... There's more to it because Roman can finally get his hands on Shane. It's like a much bigger deal because Roman has wanted to beat up Shane for ages. Oh. And now it's like, well, you can get that payoff now on Raw, not on stomping grounds. Also, if supposedly Shane is the draw, why wouldn't you have him wrestle on the pay-per-view instead of wrestling on Raw? He wrestled the last time. Yeah. Super showdown. Wrestled- Can't have people wrestle the same people again and again and again. <laughs> that would never happen. Yep, and then we got the Dolph Ziggler versus Kofi Kingston match for the WWE title inside a steel cage, which was, it went 20 minutes. Did it really? My goodness. 
it was I look I I found it quite tedious at times me too and uh, that seems to be the general consensus online as well mm-hmm. I think if we all still bought into Ziggler we wouldn't feel that way yeah that's um, fair but then then again most of the spots were just still uh don't go that way don't go to the door it's just like tussling yeah yeah it didn't wasn't there, much in there there was a couple of points in this match where i was like oh that's cool but like that that's as far as it got i mm. wasn't like invested in much there was a couple of bits where like they pushed each other into the cage and they did it with such like force and i was like oh that looked like it hurt or like there was one time where kingston pushed zingler at uh, zingler <laughs> kingston pushed ziggler into like the metal poles rather than the, the actual like cage mesh and i was like oh that that looked like they didn't have any leeway on it at all or like there was one bit where kofi was on the top he dropped down to the top rope and then immediately hit a springboard crossbody and i was like that looks cool but I was never was never invested in no. anything. I was like, those are some nice looking spots, but what does it mean if I if that doesn't carry over to anything meaningful? Yeah, I think fundamentally it's the no one buys into Ziggler, mm. and 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 that's yeah, it's just the way Ziggler's been booked as as someone who loses all the time and and start stop pushes yeah. for fifteen years. Yeah, exactly. And I think on a on a personal level as well, I can't in- get invested in cage matches because they have a door on them. The mm-hmm. door is one of the worst rules to be put into a cage match ever because it makes zero sense. Because even with the finish of the match, which we'll get onto in a second, like if you can just have the door open by asking the door to be opened, if your opponent starts to climb out of the cage on the other side, just walk to the door and get out. You'll get out yeah. quicker than your opponent. <coughs> it makes no sense to me whatsoever. I, I, it robs any like logical progression. And then you get to something like the finish here where both of them were tussling to get out of the ring through the door. Kofi at one point got super kicked by Ziggler and almost fell out of the door, which also doesn't make sense because normally you'd have to ask for the door to be opened. But because Kingston fell near it, sure, open the door, why not? It's it's motion sent, it's motion activated. Of course, yeah, yeah. of course it must be. Uh, so then they're both trying to like grab each other getting out the ring Ziggler's like crawling towards it he manages to kick Kofi and Kofi falls to the other side of the ring and Ziggler's right there at the door so Kofi just gets up and runs last minute and dives through the ropes onto the outside which on paper is really cool it looked it looked nice yes fits yeah, yeah. Kofi it was it was a cool like oh didn't see that coming that was nice but then if you think about it for like five seconds like why didn't you do that earlier why couldn't you just say at the start of the match hey ref open the door <clears throat> yeah done like that that's the match and if they wanted to play it up like this was a really dangerous spot for Kingston and he only did it as a last resort because oh so dangerous or whatever. But as soon as he did, the commentator was like, hey, Kofi won. Nice. Awesome. And then he gets up and everyone's happy and celebrating. And I was like, so what's why didn't you just do yeah. that then? It, uh, it, it really it looks nice on paper. But as soon as you think about it, it falls apart. And that that ruined it for me. But like I said, this match was a bit boring, had some nice spots. Right person won. Thank God. But there wasn't too much in it for me, honestly. And I hate yeah. that because I, re- I really like Kofi Kingston. And at one point, I really like Ziggler. But just now, where they just seems a bit uninspired. Oh, yeah, for, for a long time. Yeah. yeah. He, he had one last ditch at it when it was his career on the line against The Miz. Yeah. I think that was 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that was, that was like the last... I, I feel that's where 
everyone finally gave up. I would even say there was a slight glimmer when he had the US title nope. and then gave that up. Nope, nope, nope. That was that was <laughs> that was not good. Uh, yeah, I, I, the, the the finish. I totally agree with you. Looks good on paper, and it what when you see it, you're like, wow. I've not, I personally haven't seen that before. Apparently, mm-hmm. Osprey and Austin Aries have both done it. Oh, really? As finishes, Didn't but it's that, but it's yeah. really cool and and quite something. Kingston just landed on his shoulder, yeah. took all the brunt of it. Uh, when he landed on the floor, but it it's it both makes the gimmick of the steel cage match stupid, like you said. But I think I was I was more left with a feeling of, oh, so the WWE Championship is actually just who can get through a door fastest. Yep. And I just it, it made the title feel a bit rubbish. Yeah. And that's I that's sort it. of the worst way you can go. Uh, and then the main event was the Seth Rollins Corbin stuff, which was, you know, a five star all time classic. Absolutely. Overall, yeah. I gave this show thumbs in the middle. So three out of five. I thought it was yeah. a great, like, like a couple of really good matches there, chiefly Owens and Zayn versus Heavy Machinery. I love the Cruiserweight title match. Owens and Zayn versus Heavy Machinery? <coughs> it's a match I want to see, but it's yeah. not what happened. Just. The New Day, uh, Ricochet winning and the sort of post-match mm-hmm. stuff they did with that. Yep. Uh, the Brian reaction. Though that, that was the real great stuff. Um, uh, the other stuff was either middling or actually quite frustrating with the Lacey Evans reveal. Yeah, absolutely agree. Couldn't mm-hmm. have much more to that. But yeah, uh, three out of five for me. Love the first hour and a half to two hours of the show. But the ending feeling, I think if, if this had been flipped... If the first hour of this had been a bit boring and then the last two hours had been amazing <coughs> building up to the main event being the best match on the card, yeah, it would have been a four out of five show for me, easily. P- possibly even five because you can forgive an opening hour being a bit boring. But because it started off hot and got worse and it leaves you with that kind of like, ugh, mm. at the end of it, it, it just goes way down. It's just what happens, unfortunately. I, I've got to say one massive positive, though. Mm-hmm. This was a three and a quarter hour oh, show. Fa- I got up this morning, woke up at half past three in the morning, and I was like, it was a bit early. but um, and then, and then I got up for a bit, did some other stuff, and I was like, right, I should probably sit down and watch Stumbling Grounds. I was like, oh, it's probably not finished yet. Because I knew it was going to start at like, what, midnight or 1am mm. or something. I was like, 4am, oh, I doubt it's probably going to be finished yet. Went on the network and I saw it was 3 hours 15. I was like, oh my God, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So this is a good length for a WWE show. Absolutely. And everyone's saying, wow, the crowd were really hot throughout. Is that because of the six, 7,000 hardcore fans that were there? Or is it because it was a normal span of human attention? that you can uh, operate with. Yeah. Let's go over to Randy Andy Datsun for the s- 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 Super Chat. Mm. It was actually scheduled for four hours. So it's interesting really? they went that short. I hope they keep that up. Mm. Yeah, that'd be great. And also, did you see uh, that uh, Brian Alvarez was at the show and said mm-hmm. that people could, they didn't have any Titantron at yes, all. Yeah, yeah. So no one could see inside the cage, which is why everyone was went so quiet during that match. And because it was a bit boring anyway. Yeah. yeah. And also there were only six one report suggesting only six thousand people there and there were a capacity of eighteen thousand. <laughs> yes. Anyway, super chats. Uh Sparks Entertainment says disappointed not to see truth last night. Hashtag booking. Yeah, it could have been a fun backstage yeah. bit. Yeah. 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 Uh Jean Luc 
Ukard says, uh, if we're going this couple's route, we'd much rather see Seth and Becky versus Andrade and Charlotte. Huh. Yeah, I mean, that would be yeah. a great spot for Andrade to be in. And the yeah. Becky, I, I'm, I know people are tired of it, but I'd much rather have Becky and Charlotte over Becky and Lacey. Absolutely, yeah. I, I like it as a short-term thing, maybe like a one pay-per-view cycle. Have mm-hmm. that as a feud and then separate. Maybe just do like a, a Seth Andrade feud. Think they're on Oof. different brands, but what matters? Wild, Wild card. cards. Uh, Jobber J. No, sorry, that's the next one. Uh, Chillin with McMillan says they have an opportunity to make me care about the US title again. I hope they set up a triple threat between Ricochet, AJ Styles, and Joe at SummerSlam. Yep, yeah, it seems cool. that seems to be the direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed Ooh, they can make Casey. it work. You know, what? It's Casey. Oh, Casey Catanzaro uh, is Ricochet's girlfriend. Right, okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Jobber JJ says, uh, do, you, do you think Joe lost count because he'll face Kofi? Samoa Joe? No, lost because he, he'll face Oh, lost Kofi. because he'll face Kofi. No. Jo- I, think- I mean, I was going to say Joe's on Raw, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. But not that that stopped anyone. <laughs> no, I, I think they'll probably go back to Owens. Yeah. 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 Owens uh, or Zane or both. Justin, Justin and Zaldua uh, has donated, and then he has written five dollars, but that's more than he donated. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank Justin. you. Thanks. Cheers, Justin. Um, Devante Lee says, well, guys, I went to the show last night and had a blast. It was so fun live. My voice was destroyed cheering for Daniel Bryan and booing heavy machinery. Pretty much everyone there had a wrestling shirt. Yeah, it That's sounds great. like a really hardcore crowd. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes you can just have your own fun. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, if, if I was there in person, no doubt I'd have come back and be like, ah, oh, five out of five show. Mm. Best show ever. But... Jeffrey Pridemore says, I was thinking, who can Seth not beat up? Lacey Evans, uh, WWE's hammering home the Seth-Becky relationship. Nah, that's too much of a stretch. Yeah, well, never uh, never set your bar too low for WWE. Um, Sergeant Matty says, thank you, Ollie and Pete, for making my job much more easy going before my much more easy going before my vacation also Bailey Sting de- debut at SummerSlam <laughs> no no I mean she seems to be a bit more aggressive that the commentary are putting over consistently throughout that match that's true new side of Bailey, so much so much more and aggressive and she pushed now. Nikki at the end she did so you know it's coming it's coming uh, Six Fingered Jake says, so that means no cash in until SummerSlam. Or SummerSlam, as he really Probably. Hey, there's extreme rules. But yeah, mm. probably. And there's plenty of rules. So is that too extreme? Chances are they want Lesnar for one of the big four. So, yep, probably. Show up on NXT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> Nate Drop's surname Can says. We take it to AEW. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, Nate dropped surname says that they said Kofi has never won a cage match, and I realised that's because he's built his career on both feet not hitting the floor in the rumble. <laughs> Glad he learned. I like that. That's very that's good. good. He good. still went shoulder first though. He did. <laughs> he did. Eventually, his both feet, both yeah, feet well, he hit the landed floor, but... for handstand, and Dolphin got out. Mm. Uh, controversy. Mister Doback says Doback here. Hello, Doback. Hey, Doback. What's up? Uh, Kenneth uh, Longstrith says, Alexa Bailey double turn coming up. I, I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> I mean, what is Alexa anyway? She double turns every week. Yeah, I know. I, know I, could, I could sort of see the seeds of that in this match. I could see where you've got that idea from. I don't think they're going to do it. But I could see how you 
how you'd see that. Bailey's more aggressive, and you could have like Nikki turn on Alexa or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Dustin S. Gooding says, Love the WrestleTalk universe. Now that we've had Super Letdown and Coffee mm. Grounds, will <laughs> we be getting a mixed tag uh, main event at Extreme Fools? Extreme Fools. I like that. I wonder what the yeah. tagline's going to be. Oh, they already said it. Did oh, you, what did you not it? pick up on it? <clears throat> Let me it, see if I can find really it. Really extreme. It is. It's a really bad one. I'm just going to prep you with that one. Uh, I think they said it was... I can't see it, but I think from memory it said... The one night of the year where WWE gets extreme. Bearing in mind they had a cage match and an ODQ match on this card. Nice. Mm. And TLC. Uh, yep. Limps uh, says that this pay-per-view wasn't so bad, th- uh, though like the recent Raw, this shouldn't be what's this should be what's normal. Cheers, Faf Nation and Tomo and Blake Ham, you perfect piece of crap. Yes. <laughs> Tomo went to sleep. Which is a first. That, yeah, he okay. was, but it's very. He had to get up in a few hours, oh, so he had Tomo. to go to bed. But, um, well, thanks, Tomo. Yeah, but, yeah. but Blake Ham, you're a piece you're of crap. Blake Ham, you're a piece uh, of crap. Yeah. I, what was the question? Yeah. So that this should be the normal standard for babies. Yes, I'm not. I we mean, be surprised. To be honest, this should be. Yeah, I think maybe this should be a normal standard. I would have distributed the quality more to the main event pictures. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sean Turner back in. Say, I would have preferred an unconscious EC3 as the ref. That would Me that would have been funny. Seen his latest yeah. tweet. Yeah, <laughs> it's really John sad. Cena was like, "Follow your dreams," and he was like, well, "Dreams can become nightmares." <laughs> I just, he's so sad. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's being serious or not. That's the yeah. thing. Um, Fergal McClement says, "Pretty sure a few days ago, Ollie said the woman women's is the only division not to be pulled into the into the Baron Corbin vortex." Yes. Well, I yeah, well. don't know why I say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they clearly watch. Card subject to change. Mister One says, uh, "Have you ever got? Have you guys ever watched your Ramble reviews before rewatching a good match? It made my Okada Omega Wrestle Kingdom rewatch so much sweeter." No. Oh, what? Watching my own opinions mm. before I then rewatch. No. A match. No, I haven't. No. That sounds. I don't really like watching, watching yourself jog. Yeah. Um, ben Greenwood, terrible at predicting, or on time anyway, uh, got all my predictions correct except for Roman winning, but it was it just me or did this make Drew look really, really bad? I that Not really bad, no. and that sort of ship has sailed for yeah. protecting Drew, unfortunately. Um, Nate Drop Surname says, Becky only came down because Lacey's arm lingered too long in <laughs> Seth's crotchal region. Mm. She's just jealous. That's all she it was is. Touching yeah. his southern yeah. bell. Uh, <laughs> K. Um, <laughs> I'm quite proud of that one. Um, K. Amal says, Michael Cole. By the way, Becky is Seth's lady partner. No, really. Yeah. Don't think he ever said that. Oh, also, that the first words that he said of the night were, were, "It's time to kick ass and take names." And I was already mad as soon as the show started. <laughs> Hot John Marth says, thought <laughs> Becky would have put on a ref shirt and counted the win for Seth. And I'm not sure if I think that would have been a, been lame or cute. Your thoughts? Lame. That would have been lame. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think, yeah, it's not, not really into the, the thing. Not really into no. Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth Rollins. Mm. Seth Lynch. Mm. She would have had to have one in her pocket because Lacey wouldn't have been... Anyway. Um, anyway, Ty Davis says thoughts on a Ricochet versus Buddy Murphy feud. They're on the wrong brands. Does they? that matter? I mean, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, that, I that's love it. like Buddy Murphy is is such a muscly, strong guy. I'm sure he could chuck Ricochet everywhere oh, and yeah, still absolutely. do all the flips with him. Yeah. 
John DiPietro uh, says, how do you decide what Funko Pops are on the desk? It's just kind of been Finn and Kenny for a while. Yeah, it has. I mean, we, we sometimes switch them around to Nintendo Amiibos for Screen Stalker <laughs> content. But, uh, yeah, generally, it's like, do we have any more to put on there? We just make it up on the day, really. Yeah, I just kind of grab desk. some, yeah. put them on there. Uh, Mike Dempsey says, great pay-per-view. Put Shingo versus Osprey in with the same quality. It would only be four stars. WWE and Triple H did great. I'm glad you liked it yeah. so much. Yeah, that's great. I did Just the last hour and the, the the two big title matches were a letdown to me. Yeah. Mrs. S says, "Was good to see Sammy and KO win clean. Was a decent match. Oh, it was a great match. Much I, more yes. than decent. And I yes, loved it. it was great seeing win clean. Yeah. Um, it was. I think it was the only match on the card that I was like, oh, mm. and I probably made a noise too. Um, <laughs> Nate dropped surname says Seth and Becky wedding is summer slamming coming. <laughs> did you get when you know because they were celebrating together for so long? Mm-hmm. Did you think is Becky turning? <laughs> Like, if, if Seth had a chair with him, I would have been like, this, he's turning on her. Yeah, no. I I didn't get that, but I was waiting for them to kiss, which never mm. came. So, kiss. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Bryant says, would you want to see Bray Wyatt turn on the opponents he beats into characters on Firefly Funhouse? No. No. Okay. Uh, Benny Sato's... Tom- Might happen tonight, though, the debut. You never know. Benny Sato, who's Tomo's number one fan, says, <laughs> shout out... <laughs> To the Leon? 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 Kenda Leon? Anyway, because uh, apparently it's enough to talk about for eight minutes. Lol. Oh, right. There we go. That's it. mine and Luke's uh, personalised Patreon video oh. to Benny Sato. It was ah. about the fast food chain Leon. It is. Ah, no, of course. It's good. It's, it's very good. Halloumi wraps are great. Mm. Um, Seth says... Welcome, Seth, by the way. Um, rebrand back to that Wrestle Talk, t- to that Wrestle talk show. I don't want to do that. Oh, he loves, oh, he loves that name. <laughs> I can't let's believe not call do it that. that. Uh, <laughs> the Chesh, thank you very much for your donation. Thank, thank you. you. Mike Dempsey says, inconceivable. I don't know what he's referring to, but probably something we were talking about. Inconceivable. Uh, around I agree. just before or after the Ali video. Hmm. Inconceivable. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure that word means what you think it means. Inconceivable. Uh, Tim Arndt says the implication I got with the Ali videos was that he cured a woman's alcoholism just by looking at her. Mm-hmm. He must have the omnipotence to rival Shane's. Yeah, but Shane yeah. uses his powers for bad. Exactly. Maybe Ali will be the force of good that stops Shane's reign of terror. Shane can, Shane he can... only stopped one. That guy still got mugged. That True. guy still assaulted his girlfriend. Yeah. Shane can't be drunk now because he sweats he it all out. Yeah. But he watched and he learned. He's got, he got the power of knowledge. That's what his power is. to see what the next episode ah, oh, is. Oh, I hit the desk. Um, Sean Turner says, next rival for Kofi should be Ortan. Uh, mock Kofi, RKO him. <laughs> then, sorry. Uh, your spelling is good. Mock Kofi, RKO him. Then next week, Randy brings his car, give the keys to the valet. Then Randy has Falshbacks. <laughs> Bouchbacks. What's what? What's the what's the car thing? Why would he have? Flashbacks? I don't know. Uh, oh, because they, uh, Kofi and Randy's feud before uh, years and years ago, when Kofi threw paint on Randy's brand new car wow. that he just got. Good memory. Well, I'm Sean. Um, I think I really do think Randy 
should face Kofi Absolutely. as soon as possible. It's a, it's a, it's a ready-built feud and for I'd Kofi. And I'd much rather see that than Owens again, yeah. for now. The next message is a continuation of this. Uh, okay. Randy remembers past cars, decides to, le- to leave, to not happen again, gets paranoid, get, and ends up getting in a kayfabe accident and blames Kofi, match set for pay-per-view. Book it, Vince. Yeah, yeah. sure. I mean, it would probably be better than the uh, WrestleMania women's main event storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably, Chuck, probably better than a that. few arrests and so, suspensions in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Sean. I'm only mocking your spelling because of you invented Bailey Sting. Um, <laughs> Mike Dempsey says no Bray till SummerSlam. Then I mean, no Bray. Well, it's, it's been a very raw thing, so I'm sure I'm sure they'll bring it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, still still got time. Still got Extreme Rules before SummerSlam. Yet. Yeah. Mm. So. Christopher Beasley says here is one better: Seth and Becky versus Brock and Sable. Ooh, uh, no. Yeah. They've, they've never really recognised that Brock is married to Sable nah. or that he could love a woman. It's not canon. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Mainly that. <laughs> um, Mike Dempsey says, what would their uh, mixed match tag team names be if it was Brock and Sable and uh, f- burn it? Label. <laughs> I was, I was going to say Babel, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, burn, the, burn the man. Burning man. <laughs> Burning men. Burn the man. The men's. The, man it down. Did Sable have a nickname? And the sexy beast. Mm. <laughs> Burning man versus the sexy beast. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, Derek B says, I truly feel feel bad for Joe. He could be a top guy. And then Mike, yeah, Mike Dempsey could. jumps in with, he is a top guy. People are arguing on the super chats now. <laughs> yeah. He is unfortunately not a top guy. Uh, he could be. He's only won one US title. That's the only gold he's had on the main roster. Yeah. And that, that was... Nothing. And he had such a good run in 2017 as well. Times. With that twice. That's, that's a few. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, one was Rey Mysterio just gave it to him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's good. Sure, Sam. Sam Cropper, thank you very much for your donation. Thank uh, you, Nate Sam. dropped turning back in. You're being very generous today, Nate. Thank you very much. As is Mike Dempsey, as you'll see in a minute. Um, great breakdown of the match. Pete Chopper number one. Don't know which match, but thank you. Chop you later. Um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a thing. I think it was the Sami Zayn one. Um, Possibly. Mrs. S says, do you think WWE will or should put Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn into the tag division? I, for one, one think that would be a great move for them. Yeah, I already said that. Yeah, yeah that, that would be class, yeah. To, to mix it up with, well, the likes of the New Day like they did on Stomping Grounds. Yeah, I'd be well into that. Uh, the next five messages from are from Mike Dempsey. Wow. Uh, to start, he says, Meltzer hates done, as do I. Uh, I enjoyed this pay-per-view more than WrestleMania, damn it. Battle of the Butts. Sorry, not sorry. I think he was being a bit unnecessary about Bailey and Alexa there. Um, Chopper is the best One Piece character. And then he just says, Trash Panda. Wow. Okay. That is, that is a string of messages. That is a string really of messages. Was. I'm guessing when you say Meltzer hates done, you mean... Mina, Kevin Dunn. Kevin yeah. Dunn? Pete not, Dunn. Not, not Pete Dunn. No. Because Meltzer loves... David Dunn from a Blackburn Rovers midfielder. Or yeah. Damien Dunn, a.k.a. No Fun Dunn. Mm. Yeah. But thank you. Or my old yeah. science teacher, Mr. Dunn. Uh, Nate dropped surname says, Bailey looks like a bully shoving Nikki down after. Well, I... T- Maybe... Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't. I'm not really into any of their characters because they're being weirdly morphed to fit a story that doesn't. I can't see Bailey. Whenever she tries to be grumpy, she just sounds like a grumpy child rather than like an angry Mm. person. She can only be very, very happy. That's the only one I want. Um, Kid. (laughs) 
of Albion or Kid Offal Bion says um, best technical wrestler Brett Benoit Daniel Daniel Daniels Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan or Daniel, Daniel Christopher Daniels possibly or yep. AJ well best technical wrestler would probably be probably, probably be Benoit yeah uh, Judas Black says Ziggler know. versus Kofi was the match of the night. No, it wasn't Judas. You know it was. That's why you're called Judas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I found it a bit boring. Um, uh, cool if it was for you, but yeah. it was not for us. Uh, Devante Lee says during the Kofi match, the people around me were talking about how we couldn't remember if someone ever won from escaping through the door. Pretty they sure do they it have. all the time. Yeah, but, all the and time. They usually just door. roll out, don't they? Yeah. Or get pushed through. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. Uh, and John Cena nearly got out the door before he was stopped by a singing child in his feud with Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh, so, you God. know. <laughs> uh, Mike Dempsey back in again saying, if Brock showed up, it would have been a five out of five. He then says, by the way, not enough Randy Andy this afternoon. Were well, you having plenty of me now? There you go. So, yeah. uh, and invasion was not so bad, question mark, because there was a sign. There's a sign on the, the show. Crap. He said the invasion <laughs> wasn't that bad. I mean, as someone who doesn't really remember the invasion, but does know that I've watched The Invasion countless times because it was the one show we had on videotape mm. when I was a kid. So I've just seen The Invasion. Nothing before, nothing after. So I think The Invasion is awesome. But yeah, that's because that's I have a very warped and biased perspective of it. So It could have been a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling until about two, when I was about 10. Yeah. Every time I did, mum would walk in and go, Andrew, what are you watching now? I'm like, um, Denzel Vance uh, thank you very much for your donation thank Tim you. Arndt says should Kofi's next opponent be Bray no I, d I don't no, because I one of them would have to lose yeah. Uh, yeah. and you know Kofi shouldn't lose until it's Shane McMahon <laughs> and, and Bray Bray yeah should do something I, else. I w honestly though I wouldn't mind Bray being the one to beat Kofi probably not Extreme Rules if it was like SummerSlam mm-hmm and I say, if Kofi has a reign from WrestleMania to SummerSlam, that's, that's, a good innings, that's yeah. not bad. And Bray can win it there and assert himself as a star once yeah. again. I'd be okay with it. Uh, six more then. Uh, Love Toast says, Hey guys, missed most of this, sorry. I felt the last match was too predictable after Lacey was announced as a special guest. Ruined it for me. Yeah, it, it, was. it, was, it was very formulaic. You, yeah. you could see exactly where it was going after mm -hmm. that. Um, uh, Mike Dempsey says, Ollie got it. Ollie got it. Ollie, Ollie got it. Maybe you, you got it. Did you understand something earlier that he said? And I you got it. Know. You got it though, Ollie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got um, it, man. Josh Saloom. Inconceivable. You. Was it inconceivable? inconceivable. Who knows? Um, I'm really happy that Ricochet won, says Josh Saloom, even though I would have liked it to be longer and I didn't get uh, a point for that match. Uh, how much longer would you have wanted the match to go, if at all? Have a fantastic week, gents. You too, Josh. Uh, I actually think it was pretty decent length. <laughs> Honestly, I maybe like an extra two, three minutes, but that's yeah. all. I, I don't think it should have gone much longer than that. For a US title match, that is. Um, no, I don't think they needed much more. No. Uh, would you rather have Bray or on Raw or SmackDown, says Ralph Marion? It feels like a Raw thing. It does I don't know why. It very much feel like a Raw <laughs> thing. And I just like, Raw would be so bad without those fireflies. I don't think they'd segments. have Bray on the, the Fox Sports. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a fair point. Um, Mike Dempsey again says, I, I hate Kevin Dunn. Cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And lastly, John DiPrieto. 
DiPietro, Randy Datsun, number two fan, says, Ollie, can you make a bio video of Wrestle Talk? Like a documentary of the whole story. Yeah, from the of, beginning. Of it. Uh, we've got a lot of other things to do. <laughs> we should probably do that for like million subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.